0: From born in the USA to death to my hometown, this is you springing Springsteen on my bean. The comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things Bruce, this is good rock and roll Uh, music. You like that song yet? Uh, no. (laughs) I'm going to keep playing it until you do. Weirdly, I think it's having the opposite effect. You think you like it even worse now? Like it even worse? I'm not (laughs) sure that's. Like it less? I don't know. What are you, the fucking grammar police? I hate it more. How about that? (laughs) When did you, uh, uh, when did they recruit you for the grammar police? Do you remember? I was 13 years old plus 10, so I was 23. 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. So everything, you're base 13. So, how old are you right now? 13 plus. 13 plus. uh, uh, 29, 20. 13 plus 20. I'm 33 plus 17. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, forget it. (laughs) Immediately bailing.
1: Yeah, that's me. 33
0: plus 17. 33 plus 17. Oh, wait. So, you're two. No, you're two 13s plus. No, you're 3 you're 313 years old twice. <laughs> and then 24 <laughs> years old once. God, think about that. Think, think I, about it. I've No, but really. Think about I'm, Is this an episode of think about I, it? I don't I it must be. Hey everyone, welcome to Think About It. This is Scott and this is Scott. And we're not just thinking about things no, 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 on no. the show. No, no, We're talking about the things that we have thought about. Yeah. So yes. is this one that we're currently thinking about or this is one that we... Well, this one's weird, Scott, because it's both. Mm. It's something I've thought about, but it's also something I'm thinking about. Okay. Straddling. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is so, a, s- a straddle special. This is F- this F- a straddle sesh? Yeah. This is a... We're straddle seshing <laughs> starting now. Okay. So think about this. Yeah. Like, really think about this. Okay, you still haven't told me what Remember being 13 years old? Yeah, let's see. You yeah. remember it. I was 10 plus 3, yeah. 10 plus 3, uh, or 7 plus 6. Sure. Like, 7 years old, and then I was 6 plus 7. Oh, that's fine. Either way, it you get the same number. Sure. 13. 13, yeah, there it is. 13 years old. You're walking around, you're Scott Ackerman. you're out on the streets making shit happen, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. that's all I did back then. Think about that twice. Two of those. Two of those guys. Those two guys twice, then you're only 26 years old, and that's two of those guys. So wait, I don't remember the first three years of my life. Babies okay, usually so, don't. So I don't remember so now six years of my life? So I don't remember from 14 to 17? Yeah, so you can take six off of there. Actually, I probably would be okay with (laughs) taking 14 to 17 off. (laughs) Okay. So what number (laughs) are we left with? Uh, So I don't remember one to three. Then from four to 13, I remember everything. I'm making shit happen. Then 14 to 17, I'm out. I don't remember anything anymore. And then uh, 18 to 26... I'm, I'm fully cognizant. Okay. So you're record. It's like, it's almost like you have a uh, DVR a video tape recorder in your brain. Right. And you're just, just recording everything for posterity. <laughs>
2: yeah. And
0: then when you go to sleep, it's like, uh, I'll hit the pause button. I think <laughs> I'll, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll put in a really weird tape. Oh yeah. Something <laughs> super bizarre because <laughs> yeah. you're dreaming. That's usually a sexy. Yeah. Yeah super bizarre and super sexy <laughs> okay so so yeah that's the cool thing about this uh podcast is that we're thinking about stuff like this yeah but the that thing is the is, cool thing about this podcast and nothing else is cool about 13 it. times two that's 26 plus yeah 24 yeah remember being 24 Uh, what was I doing? Let's see. I had just, uh, washed out of, uh, being a, an actor. Okay, great. (laughs) I was broke. Great. I started working at the Olive Garden. Great. And the OJ Simpson chase passed by our restaurant. Did it really? It did. You saw the Bronco? I didn't see it. It just was like, I was, I was on a shift. Were you too busy jacking off in the bathroom? (laughs) Let me guess. Of course. Uh, okay so but anyway 24 you throw that on throw top that of on the top 13s. of the two thirteens okay and that's how old we are which is so interesting to think about I'm actually I'm a six yeah and a seven mm-hmm. plus another 13 Right, it's 26 plus an eight and a five that's another 13 and then a nine and a four yeah. and a one right yeah I mean, to think about to that. To think about all of those ages. All those ages. And combine them into what I am now, man. That's a man right there. Liz. That's a that, man. That's a man. Uh, bye. Bye. I don't know if I like that I'm one. I'm going to say <laughs> that that podcast is stupid. <laughs> Not long for this world. No. Um, Adam. Yeah. This is Adam Scott, by the way. Welcome to Adam Scott, my co-host with the Comost. Comost. Um, and uh you know him from uh a few failed pilots he talked about on this Fart, show Farts and Procreation Farts and Procreation which uh the uh the new printing of the the record yeah. is uh all gone sold out uh, seriously sold out the first day i believe that's great um but uh you know i bought yeah. all of them oh sh- why there <laughs> people want I, these i things. know i wanted to frustrate Uh, All of them. (laughs) Um, You know him from uh, his current project, um, I know it starts with an S. Science? Science. Science. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Please welcome Bill Nye. Hi, everybody. Remember when Bill Nye was at the White House with us? Yes, I do. He was very nice. You you spoke with him. I, I did. I looked at him. I did not speak with him. I spoke he, he seemed to have a you could look but you better not touch aura yeah he was not fond of you <laughs> he asked me to just keep intercept it away. yeah I get it um I don't know what he was doing there I I think maybe he lives there in like, the White House yeah, yeah he lives in the White House like he little, still lives there in a little cubby hole yeah yep they Wh- keep whenever him. you need him yep he's in a a bureau I mm-hmm. guess is what you would call it mm-hmm. in the Lincoln quick bedroom. spell Bureau B-U-R-E-A-U Is that right? What'd you say? Uh, B-U-R-E-A-U No, that's not right. <laughs> that can't be no, right. No, I believe Okay, I'm going to try. It's, okay. it's a really hard Is this an episode of Spell That For <laughs> Me? I think it is. Hey everyone, welcome to Spell That For Me. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we're just throwing out words that we're trying to spell and okay. trying to Okay, let me try Bureau. on hero. It's very tough. B U R E A U. That's
2: is that what, what you I said. I said. <laughs>
0: but it can't be I right. gotta I gotta look this I up. I feel like there's another letter in there. Uh like an X. B- no, we're right. Oh, B U R E A U. Shit, man. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of one of the only ways you could spell it, but at the same time, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It feels odd uh, in my mouth. I. Uh, that's what she said. Ha ha ha. The office. Um, I couldn't spell restaurant for a long time until I restaurant? was maybe nineteen. Yeah. Do you think I can spell restaurant? Spell that for me. R-E-S-T-A-U-R r-a-n-t you got it all right you got it in what isn't it weird though it should be r-e-s-t-e-r yeah aunt rest, a-u-n-t Restor. well restaurant. that would be restaurant or or not restaurant not rest our aunt okay uh spell this word for me okay uh <laughs> uh flame Flame, 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 flame. Use it in a sentence, please. Um, I like the word flame. Yeah, I like the word flame. Um, a definition, please. Uh, it is a word, uh, it is a noun uh, in the English language. Okay, English language, it's a word in the English language. And noun also. It's a noun. You can use it. In a well, same... it can be both a uh, noun and a word. It's both of those. Things. It's a, a noun and a word? It's both. This just makes it harder. Um. <sighs> right. No, you're.
1: Oh,
0: oh, oh. Flame. Yeah, that's the word. Oh, I didn't spell it. I just said it. You just said the word. Oh, okay, it's. Yeah. F-, no, you're doing...
1: yeah,
0: F F very good. That's that's correct. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm not sure that that's the podcast they should be hosting because <laughs> yeah, I know. that it's was a, not correct. It doesn't seem like they know how to spell very many words. Nope. There's got to be other—like, what's the hardest word to spell? I know, like, all the—like, okay— let me just look up the hardest word um hardest word to spell well there's that one word that's like a thousand letters long or something it takes like 45 minutes okay i got the word okay let's go back to it Hey, this is... uh, Welcome to Spell That For Me. This is Scott. And this is Scott. Um, Adam, I want you to spell... I'm going to start easy. Okay. Minuscule. Oh, shit. M-I-N. Can I use it in a sentence? Yeah, please. Your penis is minuscule. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, right. Oh, I know this one. Um... M-I-N-I-S-C-U-L-E. Incorrect. Really? (laughs) Yep. Where do you think you went wrong? Oh, is it M-I-N-A-S-C-U-L-E? Incorrect. Really? Where do you think you went wrong? I think I went, I think I'm going, both times went wrong right in the middle. Okay, try it again. (sighs) Ugh. No. <laughs> it's M I N U S. Oh, it's U. C- right. See it minus it's that vowel. It's minus q Ah, minus q Yeah. Here that try. Makes way more sense. Try this one. Nauseous. Oh, this is a tough one. Um Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, could you? <laughs> Look at your penis makes me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> um got it. Uh <laughs> Uh, N-A-S-E-U-E, <laughs> no,
2: not. <laughs> this is good podcasting. I'm wrong already, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. How nausea. Do you spell na- how do you spell nausea? nausea? Nausea is a really hard word to spell. I just recently, just recently I was writing it and I got auto-corrected and I was Wh- like- Why were you writing I sh- it? Uh- I was Googling something about nausea and I was like, I should. Why, fucking, what do I feel for when I look and at my for penis? All, I should know. <laughs> yeah, because I looked at my penis. I was like, why, is, why does this make me feel a certain <laughs> way? For once and for all, I should not fuck up on spelling this word. Well, nausea, you spell N A U S E A. N A U S E A. S E A. See, that's yeah. so simple. Nausea. And I always fuck yeah. it up. But then nauseous would be, so you get the N-A-U-S correct, Nas, mm-hmm. but then Shus, this is the hard part, so then it goes E-O-U-S. Okay. nause Us. I already, like, spaced out. I know. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I think when the better host, a better second episode, do you think okay. they're finding their footing? Yeah, I think it's going to be just a real blockbuster <laughs> any day now. <laughs> um, Adam, yeah, uh, yeah, bro, we're in December, mm. of course. We uh, have you seen May December yet? That movie? I haven't. I it's on the old list. You know what I did? See? Oh, is this this is I love films? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, everyone. Welcome to I Love Films. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we're talking about films, Uh, and we are, a lot of times we talk about great films in film history. That's basically all we talk about. I mean, it's hard not to because every film that's ever come out is in film history. And every film that comes out is great. Yes. Can I just say, I love films. Mm, I'll allow it. Thank you. Can I can I interrupt you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just admit, mm-hmm. I love films. That makes me feel so great because uh, we make a podcast called I Love Films. So the fact that we both feel that way is great. It's really the best way to feel. It makes sense. Great. It makes sense that this would be the podcast that we we would host together. Just yeah. Forge ahead with. Together. We're not saying, by the way, we're not saying we're experts on films. No. Not at all. We're- like let me give you some film trivia. Yeah. What's an Oscar? An Oscar is a movie that uh, Sylvester Stallone made. Uh, I believe in 1989, 1990. Correct. Directed by John, John Landis. Landis, Yeah. Thank you. So, we are experts is what I was saying. Okay. And um uh, so we're talking about recent films. Yeah. These are all film history because they came out in the in the past. Yeah but their recent past.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you were saying, what was that Adam that you were saying? Uh I was saying, did you see the movie called May, December? Now, is this about the, in Madam Webb, mm-hmm. the woman that you're in love with your character, uncle Ben Parker <laughs> is in love with Aunt May. Oh, <laughs> No, (laughs) but I can tell you, I don't know. I haven't seen it either, so I don't know what it's about. (laughs) Madam Webb. Tell me the truth. Did you read the script? For May, December? No, Madam (laughs) Webb. Of course. You read your lines. That's right. But what did you, you did not see this movie? I haven't seen it yet. No, I I just, the screener just went live the other day. Well, it's on Netflix, so you don't need a screener. I need a screener. I want. I want that. Uh, I want those want numbers to pop up I in the see. middle of the screen to let me know I'm important. And every once in a while, get threatened with arrest. <laughs> yes. While you're watching, that's what I love about films. If you're doing it right, yeah. people are going to arrest you during. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get taken down. Um, I love that too. Uh, you, but uh, you know what I did see last night? What's that? The holdover. Oh, I saw that. It's terrific. It's yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Loved it. Maybe my favorite so far this year. Yeah. It could be mine, too. Oh, you know what I loved? Killers. That I think is my. I love the killer, but I... Oh, I meant Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, I loved that <laughs> as well. But my favorite, I think, is Past Lives. Have not seen it yet. It's terrific.
2: Past
0: Lives. So these Grettily. are lives that have been passed around. That's right. Um, like a bottle of booze. <laughs> Just kidding. It's great. It's very good. You're just kidding. Tone, by the way, Mm -hmm. is the exact flat tone that you use for every other sentence you ever utter. I'm offended by that. Just kidding. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.
2: Huh.
0: Interesting. Dipping their toe into the Oscar race. Uh, Maybe they are uh, becoming, uh, you know, professional Oscar prognosticators. Say that for me five times in a row. Oscar prognosticators. No, you got to start with official. Official Oscar (laughs) prognosticators. Official Oscar prognosticators. Official Oscar prognosticators. Official Oscar prognosticators. Official Oscar prognosticators. (laughs) Okay, is there anything you want? Is that was almost you're fine. so close yeah. do you is there anything you want me to say and by the way is this an episode of say that five times for yep. me yep hey everyone welcome to say that five times for me this is Scott and this is Scott and do you have anything you want me to say five times um uh yes there there are several things I want you to say five times namely, Uh, make a fist and throw me an encyclopedia five times. Do Do you want me to make like physically make it? You want me to say it? Okay. Make a fist and throw me an encyclopedia. Make a fist and throw me an encyclopedia. Make a fist and throw me an (laughs) (laughs) encyclopedia. See? (laughs) Let me try it again. Make a fist and throw me an encyclopedia. 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 Oh ah, you did it. Ah, that was good. In one breath. Woo. Is there anything you'd like me to say five times? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, that can't even begin to make up for everything you've done to oh me, but God. I appreciate it. Okay. So, you don't accept my apology? Uh, I accept your apology. Five times. I accept your apology. 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 Okay, that's fine. I will think about accepting your acceptance. Is that how it works? Yes. And then what do I do if you accept it? You I accept fart your acceptance. And run down the street. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> I It started strong. Yeah, I feel like they, I don't know, found themselves in some sort of cul-de-sac of something. Unoriginality. Yeah, exactly. I feel like a lot of the shows we've been hearing today have been sort of doing the same thing. Like Wandering Off (laughs) and Falling Flat. Hey, is this an episode of Wandering Off and Falling Flat? Yep. They call me
1: the wanderer.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Wandering Off and Falling s- Flat. <laughs> this is Scott. And this is Scott. <laughs> I'm now checking the, uh, 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 the 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 readout on my recorder each time. <laughs> to make sure you're <laughs> to make sure recording. I'm recording after a, a mishap earlier in the day when we uh, recorded a, a little bit of stuff that never <laughs> made it to tape. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Wandering Off and Falling Flat. Go. Uh, so... W- now, the point of this podcast, I think, mm. um, is to demonstrate how easy it is Yes, to have yes. all the good intentions yes. in the world, no. but no. to no. just no. wander no. No. off. What's no. the problem? No, no, you started so good, and then just like, everything you've said is garbage after that. And just, it kind of fell flat. Yeah. See? Bug. <laughs> Bye. Bye. They
1: call me the wanderer.
0: Well, oh, man. I mean, they Not... demonstrated they demonstrated exactly what they were talking about, but it yeah. wasn't good. No. These guys have lost it. I believe so. Don't you think like when when do you think when do you think it kind of I think it was good for like 6 months in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> when they had more guests on? Yeah. <laughs> You know, we haven't had any guests this season. We haven't. I don't think anyone likes Bruce Springsteen. Huh. No, I have had people write to me and say they want to be on the show, yeah, same. And uh, it's hard to predict when we're going to get together. I said, if you can predict, if you can predict it, be outside the door when we're going to record. We'll let you in. Yeah, we're all ears <laughs> so far. they've They've been here other times. I've been like, are you recording now? Are you recording now? Is that how it's worked with all our guests? Yeah. They just happened to figure show up. out. Yeah. Like Huey Lewis. Yeah. And Mike Mills. Yeah. They just happened to know when we were recording. I think maybe someone slipped him. Bono just happened just to happened be to, dropping by. Happened to get it. Yeah. Fedge. Fedge himself, I believe, I believe he just was tagging along with Bonobos. What about Larry Mullen Sr.'s son? He, I think he got a text from Thedge while Thedge was here, and he was like, Oh no. What about Clay, uh, Adam Clay, 2000 pounds? He was actually never here. That was AI. What? Yeah. Holy cannoli. <laughs> Is this an episode of Holy Cannoli? Yeah. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Holy Cannoli. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And this is the show where we get an opportunity yeah. and uh, opportunities like this so seldom come around for people like us to say Holy Cannoli. To say Holy Cannoli. Holy Cannoli. Holy Cannoli. Holy cannoli! You know what's fun about saying Holy Cannoli. And, I mean there several different fun aspects. But cannoli isn't. Uh, it's a. It's a dessert item. It's, it's not an a religious Italian food dessert involved. item. Blah blah blah. Take the gun. Leave the cannoli. Sure. Or leave the gun. Take the cannoli. But if you were really talking about religious food items, you would say like maybe the communion wafers. Yes. Well, a holy holy communion uh, communion wafers. Wafer. It doesn't work. Doesn't sound as good. Although it sounds, it does sound great. You know, it's great about. Uh, uh, leave the gun. Take the cannoli. It's a famous line. From one of my favorite films. This is I. Uh, this is just I love films. Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to I love films. This is Scott, and this is Scott, and we're back. uh and here we, we are. Since we last talked to you, we took we, a hiatus. We have become official Oscar pros. <laughs> 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 Prosnastyidi. Can I step in here? Yes, yeah, sure. Sure. We. Scott and Scott are official Oscar prognosticators. <laughs> and we're here to call them like we see them. Yep, yeah, we're, we're just calling balls and strikes here. And so far, the one movie we've mentioned is called May, December, and neither of us have seen it. <laughs> um, but we are talking about... Cannoli. Cannolis. Okay. That's from a famous movie... Maybe, I would say, in the top 10 most famous movies. Like, what are the most famous movies of all time? Like, probably uh, Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Like, that's so famous that, like, even if I were to say to someone in the deepest, darkest reaches of Africa, for instance, I'd be like... Avengers Endgame and they would like nod and go, "Yes, yes, yes." You think so? I think so, yeah. Okay. They'd say, "Yes, of course, I am Iron Man snap." Yeah. The snap, you know, Thanos. Wouldn't just like Iron Man be more popular just like as a recognizable be title? Like, you know, yes, everyone gathers at the end, all the heroes, Tony Stark dies. Yeah. Um, what about um Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? That's definitely in the top 2 if not 3. Okay. What about um, let's see here. Oh, uh, Ironweed, starring Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson. That's the s- prequel to Iron Man, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely famous, super famous movie, super famous. What about Barfly? Yeah, Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke, Faye yeah. Dunaway. Yeah, that's like in the top two most famous movies, probably. Yeah, top two, if maybe top three. So the movie we're talking about, The Godfather, is in the top. 10. I would 10. Say. Yeah, but under Avengers Endgame under Iron Weed. You know it's so weird and I don't say this often but in the case of The Godfather and The Godfather Part 2, sure. it's the one time I think maybe the sequel is even better than Shut the, the front original. door Adam. I, know, I don't I that know. That is heresy. I know. A sequel cannot be better than the yeah, original. But, I mean, have you seen these movies? No. They're really good. Really? Where do I, where could I see them? Uh, do I just go down to the mall? Yeah, you go to the mall, you say, where are the movies? And they say, right over there. And you go over and you and you watch the movies. They have th- a place. I think that, see, this is the problem with films these days. Yeah, I know. You go to a place. Yeah. Like the mall. Oh my God. And they have a list. They have a list of like, sometimes... Four, sometimes five, sometimes up to ten movies that they're playing. It's the first thing they do is hand you a list when you walk in. It's like a menu. Yeah, we, you can liken it to a menu. You've been to a restaurant. Yeah, like I'll get the chili cheese dog and take. I'll get the cannoli. Yeah, I'll get the. I'll get the cannoli and then I'll also leave get the gun. The I don't know what it, the Captain Marvel. Sure, you know. But you go to. Why can't you go to a theater and say like they say? Here's every movie. You tell us what we play. Yeah. It's like, I want to be involved in the choice, I think, in the decision-making yeah. process. Yeah, You know what I mean? And then whoever gets there first gets to pick. Mm-hmm. And then everyone who gets there after that goes, oh, it's playing this? Okay. Yeah. I guess we have to see this. So the public is choosing movies for each other. Yes. Curation. Curation. That's, that's the thing is we... Need to curate more. We need for more choices. We need more choices these days. Life is so rigid and structured these days. We need to be able to take the power back and choose for ourselves. Exactly. So, like when like, you know, a bunch of thirteen year olds are going out to see the new Aquaman movie. Yes. We can say, Great film, by the Step way. Step on the brakes. We're watching Ironweed. <laughs> one of them and they'll go we all know what that is yes and they will be excited and they'll have a great night out at the movies okay bye bye anyway holy cannoli Holy cannoli great dessert item terrific film saying yeah uh we all piece we of all say, nomenclature maybe that better I enjoy. a better saying than a dessert item like cannolis are kind of disgusting aren't they I've never had one and I'm Sicilian yeah you are mm-hmm. you're one of the true Sicilians that's right <laughs> I'm <laughs> one of the true Sicilians <laughs> you're one of those. Dangerous Italian actors, Adam oh, Quadrero. It's just like to the marrow.
2: <laughs> I am Sicilian,
0: Adam Cordero. Cordero. I like the. I like that you liked. Uh, you know these these actors like Pacino and De Niro. Still do. Still do. Much. Still no. They're great, but I but I wouldn't liken your style to their style no. necessarily. No. <laughs> Have you ever? I know this is veering into this I is, film sto- this is, territory, but. This is still the Holy Cannoli Yes, we're podcast. still in the middle of Holy okay. Cannoli. Have you ever gotten a role when you've been on the phone on an upsetting phone call? If you're an actor and you're not hanging up the phone and then slamming it down and breaking the phone, right? you're not earning your money. That's right. The director wants you to do that. Yeah. If you're on a payphone... You got to destroy the payphone. Destroy the payphone. If you're in your, office, the, your desk office and you, it's a little handset... You got to slam it against the handset several times. Like you're getting paid, you know, 20, 40, 50 million dollars to be in these films. And you're not, you're afraid of breaking a phone. I know it's a real shame. Doesn't make it. Have you broken a phone though? Ever? Every day. Every season. I did get to meet Al Pacino though. Did I tell you about that? What uh, is this? A, did I tell you about an episode? Did I tell you about that? Yeah. Hey everyone welcome to, did i tell you about that this is scott and this is scott and we're telling each other about things that we've never told each other but i'm i have i told you about that i don't think so okay where'd you meet him i met him at a party okay that's it you don't remember what you said no i i did i did uh i saw him from across the room and were you like hey that guy looks like uh that dude from Dick Tracy. Well, someone told me that Al Pacino was at the party, and I was like- Was it Robert De Niro? We have to- f- They told me that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I don't want to- th- I just want to tell you. First of all, I have nipples. That's a pretty good can Robert De Niro can impression. Can you milk me? Al Pacino's over there in the corner. What's what's the, the thing? The little bit? Little bit? <laughs> little bit? Is, little bit? yeah, little yeah bit. there you go. I want that pill. Little bit. Little bit. Um, and so I went and I found him. You found the corner he was in. Yep. Naomi and I, and, and I was like, let's just stand here for a minute. I Naomi just want to check him out. Naomi Campbell. Uh, never having seen him in real life before. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of s- standing next to a, a little, uh, a uh, 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 plant.
2: <laughs> wait a minute. Park. Wait a
0: minute. This isn't at Harvey Weinstein's party. Was it? Yeah, uh, in his, uh, a, a birthday party for him at the prison. <laughs> please, please, t- please tell me that you didn't look into that plant and see anything that Harvey left there. That was the whole reason for the party. <laughs> um, no, so so you're standing by a plant. no, 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 and then uh, I I see him, and then he gets up and walks over to, to you, us and you're looking at me. That's right. That's hey. right. You're looking at me and I'm looking at you. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> he said you're looking at me and you must want to meet me? No. He came over and said that he and his son had watched uh all of Severance and he Oh, and he so he this looked- is recent. Yeah, this was like a year and a half ago or something. So he probably was like this is around when he got uh, that woman pregnant when he's 80 whatever years old. He pro- that it might have been that night. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Did the, I don't even know about that. Oh, yeah. He just recently... Good for him. Good for him. I'm know. i going to tell you, our, our mutual friend, Tall John, uh, certainly sent me that and said, see, we're not so old. That's that's <laughs> great. Anyway, great. And so he came over and said that his son watched Severance. And did he say... He you know, and his son together. He and his son. It was like did, a thing that they did. And did he say like, and by the way, you have a great ass. Yes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Anyway... Did he, um, it would be so amazing if like Al Pacino comes over to you and goes like uh, by the way me and my son we just watched Severance and you stink in it yeah yeah <laughs> I did not care for your work <laughs> I love the show hate you um uh but so anyway had I ever had, told did you, you about that no did you give him a compliment back no 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 come no, on no. no, no. You yeah, I did. I it would be so you know, funny if you were like, "Oh yeah, you were good in The Godfather <laughs> or like Revolution or one of his movies that." It would just be so funny to give him the most obvious yeah. compliment of all time. I loved you in Cent of a Woman. All <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Anyway, holy cannoli. Ah. Uh. Had I ever told you about that? You hadn't. Okay. All right, bye. Bye. Wait, didn't we already say bye? No, we said bye to have I ever told you about that, and then we had to say bye to Holy Cannoli. Oh, right. Yeah, so Holy Cannoli, I mean, not a lot of meat on those bones. Well, it ended up being a much longer podcast than I was expecting. It did. It yeah. I mean, I was expecting something to be eh, two and a half minutes, maybe. Yeah, but it it just kept growing. It kept expanding a lot, like the MCU. Yeah, just multifaceted. Ironweed. Yeah. Others. I think Ironweed should be the next big MCU thing. They should reboot it. Definitely. Yeah. What do they mean when they say reboot? Uh, They mean. Inject some energy into a long dormant idea. (laughs) Use it in a sentence. I'm going to reboot uh, this new pair of boots. (laughs) You use it in a sentence. (laughs) Is this an episode of you use it in a sentence? Yeah. Hey, welcome to you use it in a sentence. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And uh, you know that that word reboot? Yeah. You use it in a sentence. No, you use it. You use it in a sentence. You, you use it. Fuck you. you. Fuck you. Eat shit. Bye. Bye. I don't think they came to a resolution. <laughs> Are we going to start talking about Bruce Springsteen? No. I don't want to. <laughs> All right. We have to. We got we to gotta take a break. Um, we're going to take a break. And Adam, we're talking about a, a, an album called Devils and Dust today. Yeah. Yeah. You ready for this? I guess. Well, you're going to have to uh, put the brakes on because we have to take a break. We're going to come back. When we come back, we'll talk about Devils and Dust on You Spring and Spring Scene on My Bean. We'll be right back. Bye. All right, all right, Bruce. Jeez, what is that? You love it. Okay, man. Coming on strong. Dude, like, give me 10 seconds to fucking adjust my nuts before you start. <laughs> Every time <laughs> you listen to a new song, you adjust your nuts. It's weird. It's like, come on. Why? Bro? Jesus Christ. Um, That was uh, called Mary Lou from the River Outtakes. Um, um, I'm looking at my... Uh, Apple Music searches from the past yeah. few months. What do you One of them is Kevin Federline. Why? Because <laughs> I listened to the oh to the to her Spears, book. Spears book, and and he he's made songs. Well, or you're just looking up his. Yes, he has made
1: playlists. Uh, music.
0: Oh, he has, and he has a couple music videos on here. But the actual songs, it's weird. There's a music video for a song that is not available on here. But it was his big. There, so there's video. a music video for called Abellion. "Lose Yourself," "Lose Control," "Lose Control." Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look this up. Hold on, Kevin. Whoa. And then there's an EP called "Poposeo" with just that song a bunch of times. Let's hear a little bit of "Lose Control", lose control. by Kevin Federline. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> So let, let's listen to it a little more because it is very good. Yeah. Got you, mm. Mm.
2: You don't me That's right, just get it, let you in it, make you All right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you be honest with me i want you to be completely honest what did you think of that <laughs> it's it's great it's good right it's really good yeah it's really good i'm gonna start like getting people into this you may as well i mean it's you can, it's never too late strike yeah. while the iron is hot make hay while the sun shines yeah <laughs> um welcome back to you spring and springsteen on my bean and uh um, oh hey everybody that's right adam wa- adam during the break adam was very insistent uh that we uh, that i remind him that he he failed to say hello to everybody Thanks. earlier he Thanks. wants an opportunity to do that so adam take it away say whatever you want to whomever you want how long do i have uh, I would say between one second and one hundred million minutes. Oh, how, how? What is that in seconds? I go by seconds. In seconds, it would be sixty Six, billion seconds, I believe. Sixty times one hundred million. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm actually going to get the calculator out. For get this. the old calc out for that and check my math. Um, if you don't 60 mind, sixty times one hundred million. Hundred million.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what that is. Six e nine. That's, that's when. That's, that's these calculators when when it's too big of a number. It's like six six plus nine. I don't. do know. Six plus nine zeros maybe is what they're trying to say. I'm just assuming it's a large number. It's a. Lar- I believe it's sixty billion, but uh, I okay. could be wrong about that. So that's the amount of seconds I have. Yeah, okay. between one and sixty billion seconds. Okay, I'll start counting down while you. Say whatever you want to say to whomever you want to say. Here we go. Ready? Thank you. I would like to say 60 billion hello 59 to billion everybody. I would like to say hello to, to my friends. I would like to say hello to my family. 59 billion. And I would like to say hello to Scott. 6, no, 59 billion. Uh, but most of all, I would like to say hello to. 59 billion. Yeah. 999. No, 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 that's no, it no, man oh okay I'm done oh, you only that's took, all you, I needed you took like three seconds I don't think so I think that was more like 25-30 seconds okay we can split hairs on the amount of seconds but certainly not are they pubes? <laughs> sure <laughs> um hey Springsteen oh my, fans what the fu- what is going on <laughs> alright hi Springsteen fans how are you? Hi everybody! What? <laughs> how are you? What? How are you, Springsteen how, fans? How are you? How are you? Um, we're talking about a, a little album called "Devils and Dust" today. Adam, does that surprise you? No. In fact, we agreed on the terms, did we not? Yes, we did. We at the did. end of at the conclusion of our previous episode, we had a verbal agreement. We had a sit down. We would be focusing on "Devils and Dust." "Devils and Dust" today. Um, and uh, you want to talk about uh, some stats? Yeah. Stats. Devils and Dust. Released April. If you had to guess, when do you think it would come out? April. I would say April. um, You have an album called Devils and Dust. You're like, okay, Devils? Right around April 15th. I would say either April 18th or April slightly before April 15th. 15th. I would say just a couple days after April 15th. Adam, you were so close. April 26th. It did. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. Um, April 26th of what year, though? 2005. 2005. You know that how is How do you know this? Because it came out right after Naomi and I got married. I remember that. Oh, wait a minute. So when did you get married? What day? April 15th. 2005. So tax day, or 16th? I think it was 15th. You should know, yeah. my man. You don't oh, want I'm you don't want to forget off. the old anniversary. Don't want to get in hot water. It's so funny that that's a cliche that the man always forgets the anniversary because I'm the one who's always reminding Kulov of what <laughs> it is. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, but here's my point: yeah. what with what with electronic calendars now? Why do we why do we need to remember? Things just put it in the calendar; it'll remind you. Yeah. So okay, so that's when it came out. Great. So yeah, so this, so you you got married that year. Yeah. And then, why do you remember that? Devils and Dust came out right around when you got married. I remember the Coldplay single came out. Which one? Uh, probably Speed of Sound or something. Speed of Sound came out, and Devils and Dust came out. Um, and you were on your honeymoon, well, it sounds like it came out ten days later or so, so I was we were probably back but oh, I remember why I remember <laughs> that why because I got one of those ipod like as a gift, I got one of those remember those iPod, the click iPod- wheels. The, what no, are, you, no, what are, like are you miming a, right now? It's like a, a, a Adam, by a the way, rectangle. has <laughs> Adam has his fingers out like he's rolling a doobie, <laughs> but then he's also like typing on it. I don't know no. what is happening right now. <laughs> Remember the iPods that were like... The nanos. This? Yeah, and it didn't have a screen? I don't know. I never yeah, owned one. But there was, it, was one that didn't have a screen. You just put like a hundred songs on it, and you and can it carry sh- it and Shuffle them up. Yeah. And so I was trying that out with... And, and I, Devils and Dust was on that. Wait, was was this a wedding gift? No, I think it was like a rap gift or a something. Why I don't is know. this related to your wedding? Is what I'm because getting. Because I remember were, having were, that on, on your the honey- trip on the honeymoon and being like, I don't like that I can't see what I'm going to listen to. What you're to. even listening to. And also, yeah. like, did you put all of this album on to. I must have, because it had just come out. And where, and yeah, where but were that you would on... be back when we got back is when this would be on there. When, well, where'd you go on the old moon? We were, we got married on Kauai and our honeymoon, we uh, uh, jumped over to uh, Maui, Los Angeles, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, exa- the exact opposite, Hollywood of, for the opposite of Opposite and I because we got married in LA and then uh, honeymoon went to in Kauai. Where in Kauai did you go? None of your fucking business, that's what I thought. Um, well, that's great. So, you were you, you, when you hear this record, you think about getting married to Naomi. So, I wonder if that'll affect how you like it. Okay. Um, April 26, 2005. If you had to guess how long this album is, what would you say? 72 minutes. Incorrect. Okay. We are five seconds shy of 51 minutes. Album. Oh, wow. Album. Is that my new name? (laughs) Is this an episode of Is That My New Name? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Is That My New Name? This is Scott. And and this is Album. album. (laughs) That is your new name. Okay. So we've settled it. So what's your new name? That's the question. Oh, no. What could my new name be? I mean, there's so many words in the world. Mm -hmm. there's world is one word oh that's a good one world no i don't like it my 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 uncle was named world okay how about earth no my aunt was named earth how about baby no when i was a baby i was named baby and then i changed it how about fart i mean simple yeah it's to the point it's evocative sure it's unique. I don't know a lot of people named Fart. I went to elementary school with a guy, a kid named Quiz. Quiz? Quiz. Spelled Q-U-I-Z? Q-U-I-Z. As in Quiz Show? Yes. I know we're very close to I Love Films. No, when we're I mentioned just quiz skating show. <laughs> on the top of the territory there. Boy, do I love Quiz Show. Where was Quiz from? Quiz Show is a great movie. I saw it don't remember anything oh, about I've it. I've seen it so many times. It's you, great. Why? What do you like about it? Uh, it's perfect. It's one of those perfect uh, movies. It's great. Great movie. But after John you, Turturro, man. After you realize like, oh, they rigged the quiz show. What else is there to- It's about the moral dilemma. Should I rig the quiz show? And it's about the- Where do I rig the quiz show? <laughs> when do I rig the quiz show? Ray finds is this refined- no pun intended. Isn't that weird that his name is Ray Fine? And he's very refined. And he's fine. It's it's strange. It's almost to the point of like, did he change his name just to do that? To kind of shine a light on how fine he is. Well, you know how Vin Diesel changed his name because Vin is you know what the VIN number of a car, and then Diesel is the type of fuel. Is that really what he did? Yeah, he. You know, his name was Josh until oh. Fast and Furious Three oh what was his last name my uh my my car well done uh weldon yes josh weldon josh weldon changed his name to vin diesel (coughs) well he thought he was gonna be welding
1: because it was set in a
0: garage all he read from the script was interior so auto garage he changed his name from vin diesel to josh weldon no from josh weldon he changed it to Josh Weldon because yeah. he thought, oh, okay, these movies but are about welding. But how would he know, when he changed his name, how would he know his career would be car-based primarily? I think
1: when like you get into the exclusively, business. exclusively
0: movies about cars. When you get into the business, a lot of people are like, what type of actor do you want to be? Do you want to be a car actor? Yeah, that's true. I remember that. You know, And what did you say? I said I wanted, wanted well, to be hey, a lame I'll, actor. <laughs> I want. I want to start in torque. If that's your answer, yeah. <laughs> I want to be a motorcycle actor. That's what I said. Let's talk about motorcycles. I have. No, I don't know anything. You about You haven't it. seen torque. I would imagine it was about cars, but it's about no, it's motorcycles. About, it's about motorcycles. I don't. You, I don't ride a motorcycle in the movie. Do you tell people me. to ride them? Like you order people around? I tell people to slow down because that's are how you, I feel. Are you a cop in it? Yes. <laughs> are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I got to see the FBI agent. Let's make let's make a date to watch this together. Okay. Well, we'll we should do it on your yes. show about the, <laughs> We got to do Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Tork. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. We talked about that uh, earlier about how you would watch when that When that movie came out it was summer of 89, I believe. My friends and I constantly getting high and watching. Constantly getting high. And, We've like, talked about it on see, this show. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, it's true. That's what we do. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. What was that? What show was guess? that? I just remember we were in a show. I don't <laughs> okay. remember. Right. Oh, that was what's my name again? Right. Or but what? we never came up with one for you. Oh, I think I think. Well, I mean, it's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger oh, next week. That's a good. Oh, that's a that's good a movie great name. that I didn't. See. Okay, that's your name. Cliffhanger. Yep. Cliffhanger. But that movie I didn't see till like a year ago. I'd never seen Cliffhanger. Great, Interesting. Great movie. John Lithgow. Oh, I so have subtle. I have a painting, very subtle work. I have a painting that's like that is a painting, a recreation of the cliffhanger poster, and the quote from a critic is best fucking movie ever. <laughs> you have a
2: painting of yeah, that?
0: Who yeah. gave it? Or did you commission? I got it? it somewhere at a art show or something. At an, an art show? Yeah. That's and I was painting. like, God, I have this painting. I should see <laughs> you this should movie. should watch it. <laughs> I love you bought the painting yeah. just for purely aesthetic reasons. I loved it and still do. And I don't know where it is. Incredible. Um, Not a lot of wall space in your house. No, it's a wallless house. Yeah. A, it was bold, I thought. It has a ceiling, yeah. has a floor. It's all ceiling and floor in that place. It's just no walls. No walls. Anywhere. Hm. And if you try to hang something up on the ceiling or the wall it falls off or you step on it yeah anyway okay devils and dust why is it called that (laughs) see what happens when i don't (laughs) take the lead i I mean that was five (laughs) seconds of me hosting the show (laughs) i have to say something generally yeah genuinely or generally genuinely but also generally uh Bruce Springsteen's uh, graphic design in the last, I don't know, from, let's say- Rising On? No, I okay. would say, Human Touch in Lucky Town On. Okay. Uh, is never been my favorite. I like the I like the cover of this record. It's a good, kind of sepia looking shot of uh, Bruce, I believe your old photographer. But the record, co- the covers for the no river. Anton Cor, uh, Cor oh God Corbin Corbin did did this one. Well, he took the photo. I don't like what they. I don't like all the accoutrement around it. It feels effective. well. I, okay, so it's got that like aged, um sort of like hey this is an old photo yeah. from an the- old western time I, I think that anton corbin shot this at the universal studios wild west stunt show I'm oh sure. maybe that's what why yeah i don't love that font what fonts do you like oh wait this is an episode of what fonts do you like <laughs> Everyone, welcome to <laughs> What Fonts Do You Like? This is Scott. And this is Scott. So what fonts do you like so so Comic Sans. That's it. I'm a Wingdings guy. Oh, look at you. Doop, 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 okay. Doop. Bye. Bye. Huh, huh? You know what font I love is the one they use for the river? That that's a great one. I think shreds. Mac Demarco used it for. I don't give two shits, bro. You love it though. Why would you not care about? I this also little like piece of information. I also like the one on Nebraska because it's the same font they used to use on the the <laughs> what? The... What? the what when you had... <laughs> what when you had a tape or a CD in the little binding that you see if you put it in the spot. Yeah, yeah. Like like when Columbia Records, would it was just the the default font. That was? Nebraska. I like the Purple Rain. This font. Yeah. I I like the Purple Rain font. They used it for the movie Drive. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. yeah Oh boy, Drive is a good movie. That's a good I also love the Born to Run font. He had so many great covers. Dude, had so many great fonts. Born in the Tunnel of Love is an incredible cover. And then they just sort of I don't know. There's some great ones. Yeah, I'm wrong. There's some good ones. I think Rising, isn't Rising okay? Rising's fine, but there were a bunch of different covers for that. It was kind of mm. dependent on which format you got it in. I think Rising is pretty good. It's a blurry shot of him. He Well, one thing that we haven't talked about on this show ever is that um, Bruce Springsteen has the powers of the Speed Force. Um, that's him vibrating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's impossible to get a photo of him. Yeah. It's a lot like Superman when he wanted to keep his identity secret. Everyone goes like, well, he was not wearing a mask. Well, yeah, he vibrates his face so no one can see him. Yeah. Which then begs the question of why was Lois Lane so in love with this guy? She didn't even know what he looked like. Yeah. She likes his personality. Yeah. I think that's, that's cool. right? Right. Yeah. It's super cool. It's pretty cool. Lois Lane. That's so cool. I wish I could find a woman who liked my personality. (laughs) Me too. I wish you could too. (laughs) Um, But this, this one's not terrible. I mean, it's classy in that way of like, Hey, this is a piece of art. It looks expensive. I just, you just don't like it. Mm. It looks like affected. Well, here's the thing is we all know this is not a photo of Bruce Springsteen from 50 years ago. In the n- early 1900s. So... Well, who, we don't think it is. We don't think it is. But who's he trying to fool? You know what I mean? Like, with this whole, like, oh, the edges are look crinkled up, and oh, it's such an old photograph because the colors have all been faded from it. Like, wh- who the fuck do you think you're fooling? It looks like something that would be silkscreened onto a black T-shirt. Yeah. So good. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So Devils in Dust... Um, a little background on it. No, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. So we talked about we talked about this last episode, right? When he after Tom Joad he went out on the old Tom Road and <laughs> um, <laughs> wrote a he wrote a bunch of songs and then was going to put out the record and was like, "What the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I'm going to put out two acoustic records back to back. Right? That's not that's not Bruce." that's not what the fans want. Yeah. What button did you just hit on your phone? I hit done. I was reading the little blurb on Devils and Dust on what, Apple Music. What did the blurb say? They say it's one of his finest albums, what? often overlooked. Often overlooked. Okay. I well, know it is a bit of a favorite, a fan favorite. We'll figure that out as we listen to it. But Okay. But so, okay, so uh 90 late late 90s. What are you looking for? Nothing. Wait, you're so fidgety. <laughs> are we doing the show or not? I'm, I'm here. What You're here, but are you present? I am 100% present. Okay, I need you here, buddy. Yeah. I need you. Here we go. I need, you, I need your emotional support yes. while I tell this story. Because this is hard for me. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so late 90s, he is on the Tom Joad tour. He's digging it because he isn't having to shout the entire yeah. Show. A little easier on the old chords. The old cordies. And um, uh, so he's writing a bunch of bunch of songs on the road. Yeah. Writes writes this whole record and kind of goes like, I'm not gonna put this out. So he shelves it. Because he thinks it would be uh just another like yeah. he's 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 the whole nineties he's just been putting out stuff people have not really been liking all that yeah. much. So he then he gets back together with the Eastery band, right? So the Eastery band Rising comes out in 2002. They go on tour for about a year and a half through the end of 2003. Huge hit album, huge hit tour. Huge. What's he going to do now? Is he going to follow it up with another E Street banger? Yeah. Well, no, he, uh, (laughs) instead he, uh, towards the end of the rising tour, he, um, writes a song called devils and dust about the war in Iraq. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's an acoustic song, although they they play it with the Eastery band, I think. Mm. Um, he plays it a few times and is kind of like, "Oh, this is a good song." and then um says, "You know what i'm I'm gonna go back and'm gonna go back and listen to uh, all that the the acoustic stuff that I did. So he goes back and listens to the acoustic record that he was gonna put out. And decides to add this song to it, Devils and Dust. But he also, weirdly enough, goes back to remember we talked about when he was recording Tom Joad, mm-hmm. he recorded the Tom Joad album at night, but during the day he recorded more upbeat record or er, upbeat songs. Right, right. So he goes back to those and picks two of those songs and then makes this calls up Brendan O'Brien, who we all remember. Oh yeah. Produced The Rising and says, Brandon, I need you, buddy Uh uh-huh mobilize (laughs) countdown three two one wonder twin powers activate i need you buddy um brendan o'brien says oh cool well yeah let's uh let's record all these songs fresh and springy says like no (laughs) um they do record the devils and dust song new that's the one new song that they record Back then, or like soon after the tour, uh, f- when when he decides this is the record he wants okay, to do, okay. and calls up Brendan O'Brien. Brendan O'Brien wants to re-record everything that he that that all the songs that Springsteen sent him, and Springsteen goes, "Nah, I sort of like the way they're recorded. Let's just add this one new song." So, um, what Brendan O'Brien does though is he adds instrumentation to all these. So. Let's put it in perspective, Adam. This is not like Tom Joad. No. It doesn't really have the sound of Tom Joad. No. It's actually a little more, uh, has more instrumentation. It's called. Co- it's considered to be another acoustic album. That's right, that's to... what everyone refers to it as. But, but it actually has a lot of instruments on it. Yeah. It it's, doesn't have a lot of electric guitar. I think that's the one difference. So the other thing is, is it's not even really a political album. Even though he wrote Devils and Dust about the Iraq War, there's only, I would say, like, a couple political songs on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a couple character studies that you could say sort of have political implications. And then there's, like, love songs. Right. So it's uh, kind of a cross between Tom Joad and, like... Tongue of Love? Lucky Town. Lucky Town. Yeah. Okay. Um, Twelve Songs... 51 minutes any other uh, stats you want to oh yeah Brenda i think it's much it's, are we getting into our opinions about it well i i just as far as to how many the songs are on it oh, okay. i think it's you know the prep brevity is appreciated yeah meaning that you like following liked- the rising which i feel is have mm-hmm. tragically long and kind of tragic hold, holds it back from being a, a masterpiece i think right yeah so so you appreciate that it, it's 51 minutes uh um, i think it could be shorter i love the good old days of nine or ten song albums that right are right great but you know all right so um tell you what we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to listen to this thing what do you say yeah i mean that's we should right basically why we're doing this. like what are we even doing at this point if we don't listen to it Mm. you know all right let's take a break when we come back we'll listen to devils and dust by bruce springsteen on you spring and springsteen on my bean we'll be right back i hear the sound
2: we will we will rock
0: you hey welcome back you spring and springsteen on my bean and we're talking about devils and dust and can you believe it we haven't really started talking about it yet but uh yeah that's starting to dawn on me and i'm wondering <laughs> when i'm get, gonna get to leave <laughs> when no, you're I'm gonna get kidding. to leave really yeah. you want to leave so bad why don't you fucking leave right now okay you buy fucking shit No, come back, come back, come back. Okay, I'm back. Okay, good. Um, All right, so 12 tracks on this. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. I think we should. Here we go. This is track one. This is the title song. This is Devils and Dust by Bruce Springsteen.
1: I got my finger on the trigger. But I don't know who to trust When I look into your eyes There's just devils in us. We're a long, long way from home, Bob Home's a long, long way from us Feel a dirty wind blowing Devils in Got God on my side and I'm just trying to survive. What if what you do to survive kills the things you love, fear's a powerful thing, can turn your heart black you can trust it'll take a God feel song, feel the devil's end.
0: Okay, so that's the first well, night. first and chorus, but then it kicks in a little bit here. Field
1: of blood and a
0: little more instrumentation. Mm-hmm. So if you're expecting Tom Jode, it's not that. But what's weird about this uh, song the is then, like, instrumentation goes out and then different instrumentation comes in. Mm-hmm. You hear a little... Uh, there's Susie Terrell on the violin, mm-hmm. the strings. Um... Devils and Dust what do you think Adam we'll, we'll let it play underneath wow. yeah and I we'll like hear this it. song a lot it's good this is the one by the way I, I mentioned I think in our first episode I was incorrect it wasn't on an MTV award show it was the Grammys hmm. but he played this on the Grammys probably a month before the record came out and he did this song and then stood up afterwards and said bring him home talking about this, uh-huh. the soldiers in Iraq and like Powerfully walked off the stage before anyone could applaud for it. God, I don't remember that. Um, And and that was one where I was like, watching the Grammys and Kulap is over, and um, I was kind of going like, she's probably not interested in any of this. And she just was like, oh my god, after he sang this, and and that's what led her into getting into really into Bruce Springsteen. Oh wow, is this song? Okay, so he goes in with the harmonica, drums start kind of like really playing. Um, this is a, of course, the subject matter is a soldier in Iraq, kind of wondering what he's doing out there. Yeah. It was just, it's, I mean, it was such a kind of all-encompassing issue at the time. The war in Iraq was everywhere, and it was what, kind of on everyone's mind. It, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like the Obama. It also it Obama also, coming in sort of washed a lot of that away. But. This this is after two thousand four when uh, George W. Bush got reelected and, yeah. and he was still kind of like riding high on the everyone kind of going like Yay, protect us! Yeah, and no one really knowing how bad everything was going in Iraq yet. Yeah. I think around two thousand six, by then everyone was like. Yeah, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is going on yeah. right now? And this is right sort around the mission side, accomplished rally was yeah. when it started going south. By the way, here's here are the drums a little bit. It's almost like a yeah, like a different good different drum beat. Yeah, I like the production on this song. Yeah. Um, he's saying, "I got God on my side. I'm just trying to survive." What if? what you do to survive kills the things you love. Hmm. Fear is a powerful thing. Um, And he's talking about sort of, he's saying that in the guise of this soldier, but he's saying it about the country as well. What if what you do to survive kills the things you love? Yeah. Devils in dust, Adam. What do do you think of it? I mean, do you... you... This is one of the classics on this record. This is... I'd agree with that. This is... I mean, this is a... I think the reason that he was like The song is so good; it's the reason he was like, "Oh, maybe I should do dust off some of the acoustic stuff." So, is this the one they? they, This is the new song. But which is the one they recorded in the late nineties? The all of the rest of them they recorded in the late nineties, but two different. There's two songs from the Tom Jode sessions, and then the rest of them are from this album that he was going to put out after the Tom Jode tour. Oh. Before The Rising that he abandoned, for, or, or at least shelved f- until now. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? So I mean, it says some of it was recorded in 04, 05. Yes, so Devils and Dust was recorded. This is the new one, but this then... This is the new the It's new It's the... Every, every other one of the other songs, the bones of it were recorded in the 90s. Got it. And then they were like... So, then they did overdubs. It, yeah. yeah, like Brendan O'Brien did a lot of overdubs for everything else. So... Um, yeah so that's the new one and that that to me is like all right here we go yeah um political kind of in the in the vein of tom joad but with more instrumentation less sparse yeah all right let's hear track two from devils and dust this is all the way home by bruce springsteen this was also a single yes This is like another relationship song, sort of akin to the Human Touch Lucky Town kind of stuff. It's The first lyrics seem to be talking about his marriage, because it's like, I know what it's like to have failed, baby, with the whole world looking on. Um, I know what it's like to have soared and come crashing like a drunk on a barroom floor. Um, sounds like Steve Earle. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I like those Steve Earle records like from the yeah, late eighties and early nineties. Those yeah. are really good. I like the I just got yeah. kind of into them recently. Yeah, Transcendental Blues and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah, so uh what what do you think? I like this, this song. This I, is like one of the this is this is kinda of telling you also like, hey, this isn't Tom Joe because yeah. it's not about a character study of a migrant or anything. This is like purely just kind of a relationship song. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of human touch lucky town stuff but i like i like the the melody i like it yeah and i like the production more than the right right that stuff too right, it yeah. sounds a little more modern yeah yeah okay let's hear track 3 this is reno 911 no just reno <laughs> wouldn't that be weird if you wrote a song about reno 911 <laughs> then wrote a song about the state that would be super weird, like a whole <laughs> and then album Stella? about. <laughs> like the all state. the branches yeah. off from <laughs> Party Down. That would be cool because I'm on that show. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Um, this is Reno by Bruce Springsteen.
1: She took off held in my face She had your anchor. I felt filled with grace $200 straight in $50 up yeah she smiled and said She unbuckled my bed Looked back there from sat in front of me On the bed She said, honey, how's that feel? You want me to go slow My eyes drifted out the window Down to the road below master,
0: make titan. The sun bloodied the sky Slice of hotel blinds I close my eyes. Reno, Adam I like this song a lot This is about, I think It feels like it's about a widower Because he's mentioning This is about a, a lonely man Who's with a sex worker um he mentions, in, Reno. in Reno he mentions at the beginning like she had your ankles. Uh but then he also uh first first mention of anal I believe yeah. in a Bruce Springsteen song. Uh she quotes him $200 straight in 250 up the ass. Yeah. Um interesting <laughs> for a Springsteen song. <laughs> um and by the way first mention I think on the album of Maria. He mentions Maria. A few times like i feel like i didn't know sometimes this is the same character in some of these songs but he's like uh, you and i maria we learned it so i think maria huh. is the woman that he's lost huh. um anyway at the end of the song um the sex worker they're they have a good time and uh she pours him a drink and says here's to the best you ever had and he says we laughed and made a toast. It wasn't the best I ever had, not even close. Um he's obviously still emotionally uh still too into his previous relationship, whatever happened with that. Interesting character study. I, yeah. I like this one. And those are I good like f- his story songs. Yeah. And those are good prices. Yeah, truly. Just getting a bargain. Blew me away. <laughs> Um, All right, so this is now track four. This is Long Time Comin' by Bruce Springsteen. Out
1: where the creek turns shallow and sandy And the moon comes skimming away the stars When mesquite comes rushing over the hilltops Straight into my into my arms. I'm riding hard Carrying to catch a rose A fresh map that I made Tonight not I'm gonna Get birth naked
0: Long time coming out. Um. I remember this being my favorite. Yeah, this is a this is one of the classics to me. Yeah, kind of makes me wish the East Street, the uh, the edibles had yeah had did it with him. I like it though. I don't. Yeah. I don't care that that's. I almost feel like the sort of spareness of it is yeah. An- and and one of the best melodies I think. Yeah, on, on the album. Yeah, for sure. Um. It's sort of about fathers. Another one of his songs about his relationship with his father. Hmm. Um, But also a hopeful song because I think that uh, he's kind of talking about, like at one point he says, uh, Well, now down below and pulling on my shirt, yeah, I got some kids of my own. Well, if I had one wish in this godforsaken world, kids, it'd be that your mistakes will be your own. Yeah, your sins will be your own. I think it's like a hopeful song, like now he has mm. kids and sort of is reexamining the relationship with his father. I don't know. What mm. do you think? Yeah, that sounds right. I wasn't really, honestly, never really listened or t- tried to parse what it means or what it's really about. That I doesn't surprise me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to hear what uh, what David Frick said? Sure. The songs are rendered. What? By the way, just it's David Fuck. We can oh, find, yeah, we sorry. can curse on this okay. podcast. Uh, the songs are rendered with a subdued, mostly acoustic flare that smells of wood smoke and sparkles in the right places, like stars in a clear plains sky. It's got to be so hard to be a music critic. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's all such a bunch of fucking mumbo made up bumbo jumbo. Just trying to come up with. Away yeah. on your uh, like evoke through words what it feels like listening to music. It's yeah, like impossible. Critics give up. I really all like David Frick though. Yeah, he's great. Um, all right, this is uh, track five. This is Black Cowboys by Bruce Springsteen.
1: Rainy Williams' playground was the Mont Haven streets, where he ran past melted candles and flowers, names and photos of young black faces. Whose death and blood consecrated these places Rainey's mother said, Rainy, stay at my side For you are my blessing, you are my pride It's your love here that keeps my soul alive I want you to come home from school and stay inside Rainey do his work and put his books away was a channel showed a Western movie every day. Lynette brought him home books on the black cowboys of the Oklahoma Range. The Seminole Scouts who fought the tribes of the Great Plains. The summer come and the days grew long. Irene always hid his mother's smile to depend on. Long the street of stray bullets had made his way. To the
0: warmth of arms at the end of each day. Black Cowboys, Adam. I really like this album. Oh. like I love this. It's not the hookiest song, but it's such a good, s- interesting. It's an interesting story. Subject it is. and story. It is about the. Uh, I know what you're saying. Has Springsteen gone woke? But no, there. it's about the true story of black cowboys uh, in the Old West. Um, also drew inspiration from Alan Kozel's 1995 book, Amazing Grace, The Lives of Children and the Conscience of a Nation, hmm. um, where he pulls some of the imagery. I gotta admit, not one of the ones I like. Really? But I'm glad that you like it. What, that makes me happy. What bugs you about it? But there isn't a chorus. Yeah, Exactly. That's, it's interesting, but I definitely am just like, uh... I feel like on Tom Jode, this is one of the songs that would have bored me. Right. But I feel like there's an energy to You're into the vibe, yeah, the added instrumentation. You like what Brendan O'Brien is doing. I'm just feeling it more and really like it. Yeah, he, uh, Brendan O'Brien, definitely, he, I think he replaced the bass on this. Mm-hmm. I think Steve Jordan replaced the drums that yeah, they originally did. Steve Jordan, did. man. He had Steve Jordan doing Yeah, Steve drums. Jordan um from the Rolling Stones did uh tracks one through six. Yeah. Not not Reno. He didn't do Reno. But uh yeah they they what they did is they took the original recordings and they just sort of like either added there's one coming up that's pretty much like the original with uh-huh. just a few added instruments but for the most part replaced a lot of the instrumentation yeah. sometimes the vocals I think um, but uh, Chucky Plots, he's still got piano uh, on track yeah. two don't worry about Chucky no. Plotz he's doing okay for himself the Plotzkers Federici? in the house Federici uh, yeah he played on Long Time Coming don't worry about that okay let's go to now here's another mention of Maria this is track five this is Maria's bed by One, Bruce Springsteen. Two, three. is bad, Adam. Hmm. Here's the sort of, I, I guess, what you'd call the um, hook. Love this. This is uh, uh, one of the touchstones that I guess Springsteen mentioned to Brendan O'Brien is Gasoline Alley, the Rod Stewart Gasoline Alley. Oh, here's where it kicks in, by
1: the way.
0: Yeah, it kind of has that early, that like early Rod faces, like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the feel and I don't love the song. Uh-huh. That's what I would say about it. Let's play a little Gasoline Alley just, just to really tell people what we're talking about. This is Gasoline Alley by Bruce Springsteen, no, Rod Stewart. Is Gasoline Alley the name of the album and and this song? Yeah. yeah. See now this is this is a great chorus. But with the same feel. Is this Faces or Rod Stewart? This is Rod Stewart. Oh, but just hot licks. Faces did play it live. It's a
2: unit
1: for my own whole backyard. I'll be your lies. Maybe I was wrong too. Need a bit of swallow on my silly
0: Gasoline Alley. It's a great, Pretty great, album. great album. Um. So Adam, sounds like you like it. I like it a lot. Original. I don't know why you don't like it. I don't think it's one of the great melodies that Springsteen, Springsteen's ever written, and I don't know that the lyrics are really capturing me either. You know, I on this album the the songs that don't strike me as... Among the best that he's written or performed or whatever, don't bother me at all, as because right. they kind of it's a help it's a mood. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like get it. it's an album you can have on and not ever want to skip anything and not ever pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess so, but it's good. Yes, I get what you're mean. I, I or I got I got I got how you feel about it. Uh, but let's hear the next track. This is Silver Palomino. And this is by Bruce Springsteen. Is this about a car? It's about a horse. Oh. You were afraid it was about a Cadillac, weren't you?
1: Yes. I was barely 13 years old. It was so cold. Coats of frosted diamonds and the sailor moon's glow. My sin pal, me. Sixteen ants, where there's due to the ground. Lying in bed and listen to the same. always oh, the takes a Sunday road. My silly Track her in the mountains she loves. Watch her from the rocks above. Different neck and drain from the winter flows My silver, silver day
0: palomino Mr. Swiss Silver Palomino Adam Uh not my fave If I was gonna trim one or two this would be a contender but it's totally fine. This is this is where I start to go what are we what are we doing <laughs> like w- what like, is this this is around when he starts getting into horses yeah like his daughter is like a competitive horse rider I yeah. think this is where he starts like he buys a bunch oh you mean in his life in his actual he starts life. getting yeah, into yeah. horses and this is just an ode to a horse I was wondering if if um which song was it? Um, one of the earlier songs was sort of a precursor to where we go on Western stars. Yeah. I, I, I felt like that too. I felt like, uh, almost like black cowboys kind of felt, Yeah, like, I had that feeling a little bit and all the way home too. Yeah. Yeah. Or no long time coming. Sorry. Long time coming. I'm interested to get to that album to see what we think about it. Yeah. Um, but I've, yeah. I've never really listened to it that much. I believe I listened to it twice and I watched the live concert that he gave for it and uh-huh. that was about it. Um, but uh, uh, totally into revisiting it. Um, all right. This is the next track. This is Jesus Was an Only Son and this is by Bruce Springsteen. By the way, this sounds like sometimes you can't make it on your own.
1: Well, Jesus was an only son As he walked up Calvary Hill His Mother Mary walking beside him In the path where his blood spilled Jesus was an only son In the hills of Nazarene As he lay reading Sons of David, he let his mother's feet. Mother, pray, sleep tight, my child, sleep well for I'll be at your side. And no shadow, no darkness, no tolling bell shall pierce your dreams this night.
0: Jesus was an only son, Adam. Did he write this or is it an He a, did. Oh, well, yeah. He did could he, be a- He realized he was writing so many songs about like men and women. He's like, what if I wrote one about Jesus? Hmm. Hmm. Um I'm not too interested in the subject matter. <laughs> yeah. It's this by the way is one yeah. of the ones that pretty much went straight from the recording. Not not a lot added other than the background vocals. Uh-huh. This is pretty much exactly what he did in the demo. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, not my fave. Who, Jesus or this song? I love Jesus. The song I thought was a little dull. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, let's go to, we have four more songs left. This is track nine. This is Leah by Bruce Mm -hmm. Springsteen.
1: gonna find me a world where well, there's the only sign. High above this road, there was shadowing down
0: is another one that's kind of the original demo that they didn't really mess with all uh-huh. that much. I gotta say, I like the um, I like the, the melody, though, so better I. than uh, the previous four songs. Yeah, me too. So you like this one? I do. What if it had been named Adam? I'd like it, like, 40% more. No, I, I, I do like it, though. My only two that, that I'm not crazy something. about so far are Silver... Palomino and Jesus was uh, Scott Ackerman's son. It's like, what are we? We're we're writing songs about horses and Jesus now. (laughs) Like we run out of subjects. That's what we're doing. (laughs) We run out of subjects to talk about. All right, um, this is track ten. This is called "The Hitter" by Bruce Springsteen.
1: Come do the dharma and unlock the chain. I was just passing through and got caught in the rain There's nothing I want, nothing that you need say Just let me lie down for a while and I'll be on my way I was no more than a kid when you put me on the southern queen With the police on my back, I fled to New Orleans. I fought in the dockyards and with the money I made. And fight was my home and blood was my trade. That's all I was supposed to do with the Lafayette town. Well, they paid me every mind, nothing, and all. I did what I did it comes to me. A my role is strangers to me.
0: The Hitter, kind of we're back in uh, Tom Jo suddenly, yeah. because this is a character study about a boxer... Kind of feels like it's a period piece, like mm-hmm. it's from back in the forties. Um, going to visit his mother and talking about how fighting in the dockyards and mm-hmm. for money and stuff yeah. like that. I think this is a really interesting song. What do you think? Yeah, I sort of would like more of this type of stuff, but I, that's all what Tom Joad is. Yeah. So what do you mean? I don't know. I like the style though that he yeah. writes in. You know, just these like I do too. character I study songs. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about this is the uh, they paid for a big like orchestra, not big probably, but they paid for strings and horns, and then Springsteen was like, turn them way, way down in the mix. Here, like, hmm. listen to it a little bit.
2: Yeah.
1: And the women in the money came facing in the diesel train.
0: And Brendan O'Brien is like. We paid all this money for him. Yeah. Like don't we want to have it be really dramatic and he's like no 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 turn it super down, super down. So it actually sounds like the, it just sounds like the the uh, keyboard. It sounds he, like a keyboard bed. That yeah, that yeah. he that he would play in the 90s a lot. But I think it's an interesting use of it. Yeah. It's so interesting to think that that's actual strings and horns. Yeah. That's when it cool. could, yeah. Uh um, Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, now we're in the homestretch. Last two songs. This is a song called All I'm Thinking About. This is by Bruce Springsteen. Wow.
1: Blind man waving by the side of the road In a flatbed fork kind of heavy load Sweet things sipping on a blueberry wine On a flat black Dream,
2: da, 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 I do. like
0: that falsetto. Yeah, he does the whole song in falsetto. One of the, maybe the first time he's ever done that. Yeah, <clears throat> like Prince's Kiss or something. It sounds like a song that could have several different versions. Like I would imagine he has a full band right, version of right. this. So. I like it. Yeah, I like. I, this is w- one of the better melodies. I wonder about the execution. Like, would I like a different version of it better? Uh-huh. But uh, a cool song. Like yeah. I, 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 think it's a really good melody. It does remind me of going up the country. what's that canned heat song. Paul F. Tompkins. hates going up the, going up the country. Da, da, da. The, the way he sings it. Going up the country. Da, da, da. Do you want to hear a little bit of what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh. Oh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's uh. Let me play a little "Going Up the Country" by Canned Heat. That's. Oh yeah, this is good. <laughs> Why don't I have this?
2: Oh. <laughs> this is so.
0: On their page on Apple Music, this is their first three most popular songs. So popular, we had to list it three times. Because I'm sure it's on soundtracks yeah. and stuff. Why are you singing like that? Um, all right, we're we're finally at the last and final song on the record, and this is a song called "Madamores Banks" by Bruce Springsteen.
1: For today. The river keeps you down. And you rise to the light without a sound. Past the playgrounds and empty switching yards. The turtles eat the skin from your eyes, so they lay open to the stars. Your clothes give way the current and river stone Till every trace of who you ever has gone And the things of the earth they make the claim That the things of heaven may do the same My darling, for your love, I give God thanks. Meet me on the Matter Morris, meet me on the Matter Morris, meet me on the Matter Morris
0: Banks. Mm banks. Mm-hmm. To me, this is one of the classics. This is. Oh, really? One of the great songs on this record. This is the sequel to Across the Border. Hmm. Same. On Tom Joad? On Tom Joad, yeah. This is a really interesting. It's lyrically, it's really interesting because it's told backwards. Hmm. Uh, almost as if it's Harold Pinter's The Betrayal. Hmm. Uh, the first verse is about the main character is uh, lying dead in the Hello, river. Uh, the fish are, or the turtles eating the skin Mm. off of him. Then it it flashes back to him in the river, trying to like walking on the tires uh, or like trying to get to the river, basically like trying to cross it in order to get across the river. Then the third verse, it flashes back to him just about to get into the river and it ends with him diving into the river. Mm. Um, So sort of a tragic end to the character Mm. from, across the river kind of imagine. and it's a direct sequel like he, he said. has said oh, he has wow. said it is yeah so kind of a because across the river you remember it was so kind of you kind of knew it was gonna be tragic but it was hopeful of like well maybe he does get across the river yeah but it's interesting because it keeps coming back to the meet me on the matamorres meet me on the matamorres meet me on the matas me ba- banks like he's saying that to whoever is he's that a particular to to. place I don't know. That's an interesting question. Thank you. Well, it wasn't that interesting, but no, I appreciate that. Interesting enough for me to look up. Um when I look it up, when I give it a goog, just a well Oh, you don't bring oh, it. <laughs> uh it, there is one, yes. Uh, there there are a bunch of banks in Matamoros in uh, Mexico. Hmm. So it's either someone, I can't remember if it was someone trying to get back across to Mexico or someone from Mexico Mm. trying to get here, but um, regardless, I think this is one of the best songs on the album. What do you think? I mean, I I thought it was kind of boring, but it sounds interesting when you talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I love the melody too. This is a great end to the record, in my opinion. I really like this album a lot. That is "Devils and Dust." So you like this album a lot. Had you listened to it a, a bunch, or just on that nano Not that you got for had? A so, like a long time? Right. So it was when you listened to it this week in preparation for this. You were you were over really, and over, over and again. over. You're really digging it. I did. I yeah. I I I like a lot. Much more than I remembered. I made just maybe I just didn't really take it in back then. But- well, also it's so weird coming off the Rising where you're like, "Springsteen yeah. is back." Yeah. And then it's like, "Screech, okay, we're going to do this for a little while." Yeah, and ju- and then it's just a couple years later he comes out with like a full E Street Band album. Yes, well, we we do have to talk about what he does next really briefly after we wrap up this, but um Yeah, I I like the instrumentation and sort of sort of wish Tom Joad maybe had a little more of this flavor. S- same. But I think the album's schizophrenic and I'm not interested in the middle four songs. Yeah. So for a 12-song record, for me to kind of actively dislike the middle four songs. So the the four you don't like are Silver Palomino, Jesus Was an Only Son, Leah, and The no, Hitter? No, Black Cowboys and Maria's Bet. Oh, you don't like Black Cow- Cowboys and no. Maria's Bet? No, we oh. talked about this. I thought you thought they were fine. They're just boring to me. <laughs> okay. I, I like those songs. Oh, yeah, you didn't like those two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm remembering. <now. laughs> I like those two. I, I only take issue with those middle those seven and so uh, for you, if this was a 10 song record yeah. and those songs are six minutes and 15, so it, this would be a 45 minute record. It'd be great for you. Yeah. I like a shorter. Yeah. Me thing. too. Um, I think like he wrote Devils in Dust and was like, shit, this is great. Let's put it out could have used one more writing session for my taste uh-huh. to like edit and to edit and, and, but, but I mean, I feel, I feel that way about Reno where I go like, this is not the most thrilling song, but I think it's so evocative yeah. um, that you do maybe about black cowboys. So um, we'll call it a wash. All right. We're both right. Fine. I'm um, interested to hear where this lands on our rankings that we will reveal on the final episode of this season um we do have to talk about what he does next so he goes out on the devils and dust tour solo acoustic tour which a lot of those shows are great i have about four or five of them uh-huh. i think he's put uh-huh. out and um you mean they're like available yeah on if you go to bruce springsteen.net he sells no, i'm not gonna do that okay forget it but i would suggest if you're a fan check it out because uh it started like around the High Hope tour. He put out every show, including like for the River tour and the recent tour and all that. But he's put only put out selected shows of previous tours. Mm. And there's about, I think, four or five of the Devils in Dust one. And they're really an interesting. It's interesting to hear older songs done in this style. Um, so it, it was a cool tour. But he goes and does that. And then, um, then uh, he... Now this is a weird part of the story. So in ninety nine ish, I think. Are you playing? Uh, uh, Hold I'm that sorry. up to the mic. <laughs> okay. So you just started playing, <laughs> it, canned heat I on guess your phone. I accidentally, hit play. <laughs> <laughs> so around around ninety nine or ninety eight, I can't remember. He um, for a, a Pete Seeger tribute album um <laughs> <laughs> okay uh um, for the pete seeger the seeger like, sessions no no there's a pete seeger tribute album that comes out a compilation oh right and um so he springy gets a band together he doesn't really know anything about pete seeger yeah but he gets a band together and um records one song for it um that he puts out. This was uh We Shall Overcome. So he he mm-hmm. he gets a band together and records this is in '97, actually. Right. He records We Shall Overcome, right? With a band. He gets Susie Terrell out there. Um and it's kind of a like Americana thing. Like it's kind of a like uh Lumineers yeah. type feel, you know? Yeah, yeah. He records this one song and he's like, hey, So what we don't know is he records five, I think. He records five songs. He only puts out the one, right? And he just kind of sits on this for a while, and he has these five songs that he recorded. And so after he does the Devils in Dust tour, does he get back together with the E Street, the edibles? No. He He listens to those five songs again and goes like, hey, these are pretty good. I'm going to get super into Pete Seeger. <laughs> yeah. So he Pete Seeger is uh uh you know a protest singer um who was was uh uh recording songs. He was uh you know in the in the early part of the century in the early part of the 1900s and he also popularized a bunch of traditional songs. So Springsteen like gets super into Pete Seeger records a full album of this kind of americana almost with dixie a dixieland vibe uh with a with a americana type band uh violin tuba upright bass banjo you know this is some mumford and son shit um and uh puts out that record we let's hear a little bit of it just to give you a feel for what we're talking about Is that Ed Helms? No, I think it's Mark
1: Clifford. I think it's a
0: product of the time as well. Like halfway through the second Bush administration, we were all like really... Know, sick of the war and all that stuff and this well, is it's like also protest like music. Protest music, I think he's trying yeah. to be like, let's get back to the days when we could protest. Yeah. Uh when like music kinda had an effect on stuff like this. But I remember at the time being like, Wow, he really likes Pete Seeger. Um, there's songs like "Pay Me My Money Down," um, "Jacob's yep. Ladder," "Eyes on the Prize," "We Shall Overcome." Froggy. It's really good. It's it's really good. So if that's your thing, um, and sometimes it's my thing. I mean, I kind of feel the way about it that I do about like Radiohead's "Life in a Glasshouse," where it's like it's cool that if they put that one song on. I don't know that I'd want a full album of Radiohead doing that, but yeah. but. Um, and these were great shows as well. Like he went out and toured with this record with this band. And if you like this type of music, it's like, and it's like 15 people. Yeah. It was it, a big, it's a big, big, And there's even a live album yes, of this album. There's right? a live album and I think a live video of yeah, it too that, that you can, okay. you can get. Um, so we're not going to cover it, but if that's your thing, check it out. It's good. Um, and it is good. I, I, uh, well we'll see where it lands on our rankings. But we're not but we're not covering it because we don't think it's good. We're not covering it because it's a cover album essentially and doesn't feel like it's an essential part of the catalog. But this is Live in Dublin is the yes. is the uh live one. And they do like versions of Atlantic City and some other songs. Yeah. And uh Labamba's on this as well. Richie Labamba Rosenberg. From the hmm. Conan show um adam it was a true pleasure listening to devils and dust with you as always wouldn't want to listen to much else with me <laughs> no wouldn't want to listen to that with anyone else Ah, uh, yes that's what i'm talking yes, about yes indeed um but we're gonna have to call it for now all right um so next we're doing magic right doing magic yeah that's right his tribute to david blaine yeah but it's kind of a comeback of sorts Just, yeah why does he keep having to come back i don't know i well, think he t- was doing fine we took uh i mean it's been five years since <laughs> when he comes out with this record the the Seeger sessions it's been five years since the rising came out right so magic comes out i think six years later right anyway that's why he has to keep coming back okay anyway we're gonna do that next week so we're gonna call it for now We'll see you next week. And until then, we hope that you found what you're looking for. Bye.